All right, guys, it is Pablo Podcast, final edition. I'm going to go ahead and call this the final edition as we're wrapping up the season. I may do a semifinal and championship run, but at the end of the day, Omicron is running wild, and um, my assistant called in this morning. He's got a fever of 102. It's just a lot going on in this world, and we need to be more, I guess, insightful, thoughtful, um, focused on other things other than fantasy football. I mean, it is a fantasy, but I'm still the champ and look forward to repeating. And we had a we had a great end of the year and a great start of the first week of the playoffs. Um, you know, most of the drama that unfolded at the end of the year didn't involve teams um, that, you know, like Trace, Team Trace, though, um, you know, needed to take down Repco, and Repco got the dub. So there was some drama with some non-playoff teams, as uh, we all know that Thielen on my chub did upset RJ to eliminate him, which was, I mean, I guess it was bittersweet in both ends, but at the end of the day, they both didn't get in. So that was... Um, that was excellent. I appreciated that. And, you know, we move on to the playoffs. And, and it's been such a good year. We haven't had any incidences. COVID hasn't really affected our rosters. Hold on. I got to train us. Or I don't know. Watley with the high score that week of 145. I paid him promptly as he did get um, shellacked by me first rounds of the playoffs, but overall, week 14, the drama didn't live up to what we expected. Um, I was hoping for Shane B to sneak in there. He dominated me, second high score of the week, and then the the pieces didn't fall where they needed to fall for him, so we ended up with a healthy first round of Watley versus Commission for Life, KG versus Repco, and the both Brown brothers getting that first week by. So that was big and crucial. And for um, the Sasser Savage of the week 14, I have to give it to, drum roll please, Team Watley. Watley needed the win. He maxed out. He got a big performance out of his defense and kicker. Uh, high score of the week. So, again, we don't go based off that, but – there's no other options he could have put in that would have made that score even higher. So he managed his team to the fullest. Now, the Sasser Slump of the Week 14 definitely has to go to my boy and my friend, RJ. You got to win, man. You got to win to get in. You failed. Um, really, at the end of the day, there's not a whole lot you could have done differently, but you got to be able to get that win when it counts. It's kind of like Matt Ryan. You know, this Week 14 was your first playoff appearance to get into the playoffs. And, you, you know, just like Matt Ryan, he crumbled. So, um, hopefully Matt doesn't get that opportunity for, for a playoff appearance this year because we all know he's going to lose like RJ. But on to bigger and more important things is the first week of the playoffs, man, the whole Tuesday games, Monday games, Omicron variant, Watley staying bootsy. Um, I got to get 
get this out of my throat. <coughs> All right. We're good. Um Really poor showing out of all the teams um, that played uh, between myself, Watley, Repco, and KG. I mean, KG had a good, good overall performance in '92. That gets you a win most weeks, but um, you know, some of these other teams outscored us, even though they're not in. So it doesn't really matter. Congrats to KG. Congrats to myself. I'm going to give myself the Sasser Savage of the Week One playoffs. Solely on the Jeff Wilson pickup, you know, I was very shocked to see him available. I don't know if it was just timing or what, but typically Wiley, Jay Brown, um, I'll give some, I'll give some credit to RJ or scooping these guys up pretty quickly. So I must have timed it well. I just happened to be looking to see um, if Harris was officially, no, not Harris, if uh, somebody I was looking at. Oh no, I was searching for a tight end. I was searching for another tight end because I didn't really like Njoku. And um, I ended up seeing Wilson's projection. I thought, what in the world? And Elijah Mitchell had just been ruled out. And I think I got a notification in uh, the Davis Hoyt League that Wadley loves that he was ruled out. So I immediately went to see if Wilson was available. Boom, he was. 17.9 points. That's a big help in a league where my running backs have just gone to poop. And so, got the dub over Wiley. I mean, 53 points isn't really going to, you know, do a whole lot for you. So, um, in turn, he, he goes from getting the Savage Award in Week 14 to the Slump Award in Week 1 of the or Round 1 of the playoffs. And then Team Repco, man, he tried. But KG's team is stout, top to bottom. Uh, those guys played well for you. You know, you didn't have to rely too heavily on the kickers and defenses, but you did outscore Repco 10 to negative one, so 11 points there on uh, on kickers and defenses. And then um, Rep's running backs just didn't really come to show. Um, could have maybe slid in Daniel Carlson. You know, I don't I don't know what the thought. I guess the thought was suck up is gonna um, you know outperform with. Hey, we're switching this up. Repco is getting – sorry, Wiley. There's not a whole lot you could have done differently with your team. Um, so, I'm going to go with Repco. Man, looking at this bench a little bit closer, you could have had 12 points out of Carlson. You could have had 13 points out of Indy's D. And what's that, 25 points? So, that gets you closer. It was 25 plus 68. That would be 93? Wait. Is that right? No, 83. No, wait, 68. Let me whip out a calculator. Yeah, 93. That gets you the dub. Man, okay. I did not I, – I overlooked that. And, um, man, that's tough there. They're, uh, they're rep. You got, you got Indy's D and Daniel Carlson on the bench getting you 25 spots. And that puts you into the second round to face one of the Brown brothers, and, um, man, you could have upset the hottest team in KG, but you didn't let that kind of stewart in the offseason as we hopefully continue to have kickers and defenses. I don't know. The league the league keeps putting up the vote, but for whatever reason, it gets shot down. I, I'm, I'm all in favor of, of Superflex and everything. We can talk more about it. 
got to have the vote, got to have the, the consensus, and um, fortunately, Rep, that that hurts. That's a gut punch right there. You got, man. All right, but anyways, on to round two, where Commission for Life will now face his nemesis, J.B., and I don't I don't give myself much of a fighting chance here. His team is is uh, top to bottom pretty much better. Ever since I lost Derrick Henry, I've just kind of been fighting. I think I've won one game in the last five appearances, um, which would have just been that playoff game. So we're on life support here at Commission for Life. QB situation, we're, we're hopeful that Taysom Hill just kind of does what Taysom Hill does and not put up points, but Dak's been struggling. So we just need all his players to be mediocre and all my guys to be phenomenal. And I like the Kamara move. He's, he's going to go with Taysom Hill to combat my Kamara. Hopefully Taysom just hands it off to Kamara. We don't have to throw the ball, but we'll see. But I give JB the slight advantage here to move on. And as far as KG and the Lamb of Shango, and I'm riding with KG. That video, I'll post it in a little while, but that video of him saying, it's my time, it's my year. He said that at the draft. He called it. He's making his moves to get to the top. And he needs Lamar Jackson to get healthy. I do also think he may want to, you know, throw in a small uh, waiver wire claim on his backup, as he did do a solid number on uh, a very good Packers defense. Um, but yeah, Brady, Brady, really Jeff's team relies on Brady and, uh, James Robinson, who's been up and down. Debo, well, the matchup against Tennessee is probably pretty favorable. Granted, it's at Tennessee, so we'll see how that goes. Well, Gomes can play his cards right and do the Garoppolo to Samuel matchup. I don't know if he's been eyeing that or what, but if he has, the dude is a wizard. KG is on his toes this year with the fantasy matchups. And I'm proud of him. So this week, let's hope. I'm not really going to talk about these other matchups, you know, consolation and all that. But hopefully, Watley beats RJ just for fun. And, uh, you know, Hollywood Shamby destroys that. But, anyways, um, man, round two, we're on to it. Got one more week. It's getting down to the wire. Final four action. I'm going to give JB the win. I'm going to give KG the win. And I'm hopeful that KG can get his first championship next week. And if I win and win out, that's fine, too. I don't mind, you know, keeping it at the office, so it's good. So, anyways, hope you guys have a merry, merry Christmas. Hope I get to see some of y'all this week. Um, maybe try to get Watley to get out on the golf course. I don't know. I, I, the, the fact he hasn't been wanting to play lately is a couple of things. I don't know if he's got worse or if he does believe in Omicron and is trying to sell whether it's a social distance, um, or if he's just moved on. I don't I don't know. I hope it's not the last one. I would love to hit up Waffle House sometime this week just for a good cup of coffee and a big old greasy plate of bacon and eggs. But um, anyways, holla at me. Merry Christmas. Shane Bean.